Well, look at there. Here hey, we buddy. are. Live. Once again, on the last day of January 2023. This is not a COVID year. We'll see you later. Tony. Man, I am doing good. I am doing so good. Except for the all the snow and ice outside. Other than that, I'm doing good. Well, I tell you, we have been holed up in our homes for the past 24 hours uh, because an ice <laughs> storm has hit the state of Arkansas like a ton of bricks. You know, and, um, you know, so when, have uh, you have you been able to make the most out of your time at home? Oh yeah, I've been I've been busy. Uh, you know when the last time it was I left the house? No. Friday no. Friday morning. Was the Friday. Last time yeah. Holy, that's four or five, what, five days ago? Yes. Goodness just, gracious. I, I've just been here working on stuff around the house and working on some stuff for the show and stuff like that. So well, yeah. I had I had a very disappointing well, I say disappointing weekend. It turned out okay. But I was supposed to be gone. I was supposed to be gone uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday on a backpacking trip doing the Sillamore Trail with my buddies that I did the backpacking trip in November. They had said, hey, we are dying to get out of this house. We got to go. And they said, well, let's go do the Sillamore Trail. I was like, okay, cool. I'm in. I took a vacation day on Friday. Next thing I know, they put me in a training Monday through Friday and so i was not able to go with them on friday so i said hey we'll just y'all send me where you're going to be i'll catch up to you on saturday and it'll be great you know i'll just do what i can saturday sunday it'll be pretty cool so i spent the whole week putting all my stuff together had my backpack ready to go everything in there had all my food had it all ready to go i left four o'clock saturday morning travel up to bark shed i'm going down the dirt road and I get to where you go down into Barkshed in the Ozark National Forest. And as soon as I turn off to go down, nothing but solid ice. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm, mm. I, no. I could have got down to the bottom really quick, but there was no getting <laughs> back up. And no. so I decided, nope, ain't doing that. So I went around to the other side and uh, it just did not. Uh, it was still ice. It was still ice. I was like, nope. So I drove 126 miles up there, drove 126 miles home. And I got home, but and it ended up being a good day because Gia was at the house and we met up and we went and did a hike that I've always wanted to do right there at Highway 9, um, right before you get to the Winona Auto Tour. A lot of people are always parked there on the side of the road. Well, that is the Washita Trail. Well, you can take that Washita Trail and you can hike to one of the shelters that they built on there and i was so excited we get there and see this awesome shelter on the washita trail and halfway back it started pouring down rain oh my gosh we were so <laughs> but it was it was so fun uh misty that's yeah. not funny that's not that's not very nice misty misty's in south florida it's a chilly 69 degrees there burr i hope you sweat your panties off so anyway, um, it, was a, it was a pretty decent, pretty decent weekend. Had a great time and loved it. Missy, I hope y'all are having a wonderful time down there in Florida. Please come back soon. Uh, your house is frozen. I can promise you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frozen. So, oh, man, look at that. Rick England is in the house. Rick England is in the house from Natural State Overland. Welcome. I'm surprised you have service where you live. Hey, buddy. Surprise your power's not out because I know you live out in the middle of nowhere. 
Chris Marler. Hey, man, appreciate you being on here. Appreciate everybody being on here. <laughs> uh, I have done I need, some to, I need to send you that clip of Rick that I got of Rick saying, burn it, burn it, burn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ozarks go, bro. That's what I'm there talking you, about. Yeah, there you Rick. go. Uh, man, so excited Rick's here. Uh, excited about uh, Natural State Overland. Want to hear? They had their, uh, I think they had their meeting, their meet and greet thing with uh, the Natural State guys this past weekend. So we're gonna get all the skinny, yeah, on uh, the rendezvous in the Ozarks this October. So I'm excited to hear about that. It's gonna be well. They were they were looking for their. Uh, uh, I I think they were looking for a location for the bonfire run. That's going to be coming up. Pretty yeah. sure that's going to be coming up. So maybe we'll Jared have Cook. We can talk about that. Hey, Jared. Jared, appreciate you being here. Shopoverlandapparel.com. If you want some Brofessor Bats and Friends apparel or any kind of other apparel like that. He even has a brand new, uh, what, what do they call it, where you, you sign up for a month and he sends you some random stuff every month. Oh yeah. Oh, I've got to redo mine. Mine too. It's a, a subscription. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a it's a three month subscription for a surprise shirt of the month. Surprise shirt of the month. Yep. And but it's not a surprise size. No, he knows your size. Yeah. He, okay. he, he, yeah. You sign up when you buy it. You go online and you buy it, and then he just sets it up and he sends you a surprise shirt. That's so, cool. I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, thank you, Rick. I appreciate the information. We'll be looking forward uh, to seeing a little bit of the uh, information about the bonfire. Nice. And um, uh oh, uh oh, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Five dollars off the regular price per month right now it's, at Shop Overland Apparel. You don't even your, need a you don't even need a code because you heard it here on Professor Batson. That's right. Well, I have done some uh, amazing stuff on my trailer this week. I was so excited to contact. The high school welding shop who built my trailer, they put me a slide out where I can get to my stuff a little easier. They're going to put some, mm, what do you call those things? Stabilizer arm support things on there for me. Yeah. Got a new tent going on there on Saturday. Uh, I am so excited because it's going to be making its appearance at the Go Explore USA in uh, March. And I now got to get that thing going. So I'm pretty oh, excited yes. about that. That'll be fun. I am excited. Um, you got anything? Oh, this weekend, you and I are actually getting together. Yeah. I will put some airbags on my FJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped. I've been wanting yeah. those for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see how well that goes. I've been thinking about airbags for mine too. So yeah. Well, you know, I, for when I went out with Go Explore, <laughs> um, they had one of those real nice land rovers there you know they it doesn't matter if you park on a 45 degree incline they got the airbags and they just like psh, oh they hit a button and it just self level i don't think i'm going to be able to do that but i'm pretty sure i'm going to be able to like psh, you know like a semi blowing his air out at when he stops but no no, no probably not but it's going to be cool it's going to be cool i'm excited about that so we're going to oklahoma Picking up yeah. a tent this weekend, and then we're going to come to your house, put those on. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I'm excited about that. So Hopefully it won't snow. I mean, it's snow or sleet every every day this week so far. I think there's we're already out. Tomorrow. We're already out for school tomorrow. They've yeah. already canceled everything. It was yeah. it was fine until about noon today, and then it just psh, here comes the sleet. It was crazy. It was sleeting so hard it sounded like it was like just pouring rain. Yeah, I thought, what is that going on? And I went and looked yeah, out was, the window, and I just couldn't believe the amount of sleep that was coming down. If, uh, yeah, if anybody needs airbags, it's the bro. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I've got a little bit of weight on the back of my FJ, so in order to pull sure. uh, my trailer and level it out, I'm going to put some airbags on. I was supposed to go over my, to my parents right after lunch today and do some things over there. My dad sent me a message, and he said, uh, you may want to rethink coming over here. Uh, it's sleeting real bad. The roads are horrible. And I texted him back. I said, have you seen my FJ? <laughs> have you seen my FJ? Hey, anyway, I was, I was halfway there when he texted me. I was like, oh, man. I'm, you I'm must not know about me. Yeah, I, put I, it in, I, I put it in four-wheel drive. This car turned sideways right in front of me. It was fun. I had a good yeah, time. I, I haven't. I left the house Friday morning, went to work, and I got home. And I, I've been home ever since. But my wife... 
she i mean the tires have not cooled off on hers all week oh i'm sure she, she runs and goes and anyway yeah that's just what happens that's what happens when you've got a, a wife life, with a badass Jeep. that's what yeah. happens well we are going to get into some common misconceptions in the overlanding world um this is a this is a neat topic and i'm glad we've got quite a few people that are getting some comments on here because I want to hear from you, but first I want you to see our new logo. Check it out. That's not awesome. Come on uh, now. Dude, I'm so excited. Uh, you know, you guys, we've been working on a new website. Um, it's kind of a work in progress. Uh, you might check it out sometime. It's professorbatsfriends.com. Yep. So... Uh, go check it out. The gallery, the gallery is hopping right now. It's got some good pictures in there. I love it. So I yeah. love it. It's looking good. I'm real excited about it. Real excited about it. Experiencing Arkansas. We just drove around town on Prime's two wheel drive and all good on the sleet roads. You know, it really wasn't that bad. It really yeah. wasn't that bad. Now tonight, when everything freezes again and the traffic's not bad out there, it may get a little hairy in the morning. So if you're out in the morning, make sure and be careful. I don't worry about any of these people that are in our chat room over here. I worry about the other idiots out there that are driving their Priuses around at 70 miles an hour. not worried about the road. So, uh, you know, so let's dive off into it. Right. Common misconceptions about the overlanding world. Now, this is how I'm going to introduce this because this is, this is a hot topic out there with a lot of people, even if you don't know what we're talking about. So I have camped for years. I've driven places, set up tents, camped, set up tents, moved, set up tents, moved. You know, it's, I've floated and camped. I've camped in parks, in the woods, next to rivers, next to streams. I have done this since I was a kid. And most of us have. Most of us have. Um, but then comes the term overlanding in the last seven, eight, nine years in the United States. Now, this is something that's been done in South Africa, Australia for years, vehicle-based camping. You travel overland to a place you can't, you pack up, you travel overland to a place you can't repeat. Kind of like, uh, been, kind of like the old wagon trains from the 1800s. Yeah, exactly. And also like back in the 70s when everybody owned a Volkswagen Westphalia van, you know, you lived out of a van. Uh, right. It's kind of been done for years. It just didn't have a name. But when it got this name, all this new gear started coming out. All this cool stuff, the racks for the trucks, the rooftop tents, the really cool ground tents and swags, the slide outs for the rear of your vehicle, the fridge freezers. You know, I could buy a fridge freezer for my house for about five, six hundred dollars. But if I want to buy one for my vehicle, it's a thousand dollars. So I don't understand that it holds maybe a tenth of what the other does. Um, stoves of all shapes and sizes. Again, I could buy a stove for my house for about 400 bucks, but if I buy one for my vehicle, it's $500. I don't understand. Yeah. It's a little bitty two burner propane stove. Right. Uh, the showers, the awnings, people just went nuts. It was a craze. Even if I had, um, no idea about this, I was, I had no idea till I bought my FJ about this booming thing about overlanding so i started noticing all the new gear it was really cool um and it was it was so neat to me how everybody was coming up with this gear to make it easier on me to live like a homeless person out of my car yeah. and it was just booming everywhere and so the problem was because of the demand and the popularity like i mentioned earlier it's so so expensive and the yeah. mindset set in that i need all this stuff or I need to be in a, I need to fit in a certain mold, or I need to be this particular person before I can go overlanding or be considered an overlander. So I just didn't understand. I was like, what? I've done this my whole life. I don't understand why I need all this stuff. Now, I, like Tony and everybody else that's on here, we, we fell into the trap. We had to have the stuff because the stuff is cool. I worked overtime to buy the stuff, uh, you know, and if you've seen my FJ, I've got one of everything, two of most things. And because and spares in the garage. Yeah, but come see my garage. Oh, my <laughs> God. I've uh, been out there for the last four or five hours. 
So like, yeah, like Rick said, you couple that with COVID and the prices just went insane. Everybody yeah. was at home shopping and the demand went up. So the prices went up. So the reality is for me that if you go to an event such as more or rendezvous or expo west or whatever <clears throat> excuse me you walk around in the show you see all these really nice vehicles that probably have never seen a piece of dirt in all their life but they got all this stuff on there okay and they're showing you all the cool stuff that you can have but what i like to do is i like to walk around and see the attendee vehicles because you'll see not everybody does it the same. You see people that sleep in their vehicles. You see, see people that sleep in a $50 Ozark Trail um, tent from Walmart. You'll see people with rooftop tents. You'll see people with shower tents. You'll see people that have different kinds of showers. You see people that never shower. You see people that, uh, that do things, have lifts that are five inches, three inches, 35s, 42s, 26s, whatever. Right. And there are all kinds of all kinds of stuff. People that pull trailers, people that don't pull trailers. So there's one of everything out there. People ha have all kinds of ways of doing this and everybody has their own way of doing things and the gear that they do it with. But I want to talk about these misconceptions about you have to be a certain way or you have to have a certain thing. Yeah, I said 26 is Rick. I was talking about rims, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so you have to be a certain way or, or do a certain thing to be considered a overlander. And, and I don't like that. I don't like the stigmatism that we've brought upon ourselves. Um, and people think that they have to have all this stuff before they're able to go out and do, because yeah. we here tell you, go out, experience it and see what you need. And then you can get whatever you think you need. Yeah. So start with start with what you have, you know, and start just... with what you have. But before we get into the misconceptions, we want to remind you about where you are. You're watching Professor Madsen. Hi, this is Jerry from Kemble Tusk. I'm Lisa. I'm Katie, and we are Team Wild Maven. Hey, this is Aaron with Artemis Overland Hardware. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Kara from Ozark Overland Adventures. I'm Tate with Overland Spices. Hey guys, what's up? It's Drew with Rock Squatch Design. Here with the Rock Squatch. This is Jeff with Bad Acid Visit And you're watching Professor. 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 Bats. Huh? Bats. <laughs> Professor Bats and Friends. 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 Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. So this is the biggest one I could think of. Okay. This is the biggest misconception of all. And I can't wait to see what your wife has to say about this. In order to be an overlander, you have to be a man. That's a misconception. Yeah. Because you don't have to be a man. You don't have to you be don't. a man to be an overlander. Have you, you know? seen all the ladies out there who are doing this? I know it's cool. I think it's. MG. I think it's. Gee, just the ladies have taken off. Have you seen what happened to the lady overlander next door, or uh, the overlander next door? Yeah, she got stuck. Stuck in snow for two weeks, and she had enough food in her fridge to last. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I hope yeah, that can't that's right. You don't that's have right. to be a. You don't have to be a man to be an overlander. Um, I love how your wife and Misty have started Lady Overlander Radio because they have been going for some time now and they have had so many females on there. Yeah. And have shown, hey, they can do this. Yeah. They can do this. That is a misconception. You do not have to be a man to be an Overlander. They can do it just as good as we can. Yeah, I mean, if I were being honest, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't be on here talking to you about this stuff today if it weren't for Arla. You know, she's 
she's the one that pushed to get a Jeep and that just sort of opened the door to all of this stuff, you know? So yeah. Next thing I know, we got a gladiator. It's just, it's, but yeah. Um, I, I, I love it. I love seeing all, and we've had quite a few of them on the show here where they just, um, they just come on here. They talk about how they don't care where they go. They don't care what they drive. They're just getting out there and enjoying, you know, what they're doing. And, yeah. and I love it. And yeah. a lot of guys take their, take their better halves, take their wives or girlfriends or whatever. And I've done the same and it's just, uh, <laughs> just empty every pocket. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Brad Brazel will go explore. Hey man, Mr. we've been Brad. talking about you. We've been talking about you on here. Um, and Brad has some, uh, has a female that goes with him. Uh, what? His go explore, and she is amazing. She drove the wheels off that Land Rover. Really? And uh, oh my goodness, Rubicon Mike—they only want a good bathroom. You know, I would. That is suggest, not. That is not a misconception. I would highly suggest <laughs> you get a good way for your lady friend or whatever to be able to have a little privacy and go to the bathroom. So. Um, uh, Rick says Nikki's for sure an overlander, probably more so than most guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Brad says, I know some amazing ladies that go some amazing places. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, taco 2014 taco pretty much don't go anywhere without my better half. You know, that's, it just makes it that yeah. much better when you have somebody that's, that's with you that wants to do that life with you. So, yeah. So such a misconception. I don't even think if you're a female out there, don't you ever think that you can't do this. And um, it is just one of those things you just got to get out there and go and prove all of us men wrong that you got to do that. Mm. That's right. I'll tell you what, swear, I'm marking that off my list. Some people make me mad. <laughs> I got another one. Yeah, let's hear it. You got to have a four by four. Hmm. A lot of people say that. I remember getting on, uh, what was it, Overland Bound. Man, years and years and years ago, Overland Bound. And this guy was on there. He was like from Wyoming or somewhere like that. And he was like, you can't, you can't Overland in a, in a Subaru or a, or a Volkswagen van. You can't do it. You can't get anywhere out here. I was like, get anywhere? Where are they going? What in the world? Listen, Linda, they were doing it in the 1800s on horse-drawn wagons. I'm telling you, that's exactly right. What about Chris Carroll? He's got a yeah. whole show, YouTube oh, yeah. channel, for a two-wheel drive Tacoma. And Jacob. Don't don't forget about Jacob. His yeah. is two-wheel drives, too. Eagles Overlanding. Right. Eagles Overlanding. Yeah. Yeah. They go to some of the most beautiful places, and it doesn't have to be. Okay. All right. Four by four. For me, yes, everyone. No. I, you know, some people are like that. Um, but I'm thinking, where are you going? There's yeah. so many beautiful places. Why do you have to rock crawl or why do you have to cross six foot deep waters or why do you have to do this in order to be considered an overlander? I just believe that that is a misconception. So many people out there doing it different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, we all have different, uh, visions, different ways we enjoy the outdoors and, you know, it's, it's not for everybody. You don't have to, you know, you can try and if you change your mind down the road, you can get a four wheel drive, but yeah, you don't, you don't have to You don't have run to what have you have. Stuff. I agree, Brett, yeah. run yeah. what you have. That is the number one thing. Um, so many people believe I can't do it with what I have. I can't do it. Now I'm not putting a rooftop tent on my Prius. I've seen them. They are hideous. But, you know, some people do them. And, you know, the new Priuses are all-wheel drive. Yeah. And there's a lot of places that you go where you cannot take a, a all-wheel drive on a 4 by 4 road. Like when we went to Big Ben, they said all-wheel drives are not 4 by 4s and you cannot take them down these roads. But a lot of people do. Yeah. And like Arla says right here, rarely use the four-wheel drive. We rarely use it. I, I put mine in four-wheel drive today. That's the first time I've had it in four-wheel drive in three weeks. Now, when I went out with Go Explore, we did some trails that I needed four-wheel drive on. A lot of people never put it in four-wheel drive, but I did. I use it a lot of times to control my speed 
But let me tell you, when I hit, I hit a mud hole. I went around everybody because I was going to park and take pictures of them going through the river. And I hit a mud hole and I was throwing mud in my ear. And I was so glad that I had it in four wheel drive. Uh, but rarely, rarely do you ever use it. If there were actual rules, it would not be as popular as it is today. That's right. Four by four is a peace of mind for me going along, but a winch does that too. I agree. Yeah. I, I, agree. I think a good set of tires make all the difference in the world. Ah, uh, uh, Brad, Brad says, okay, we, we had on the go explore trip, we had a, it wasn't a Honda pilot. It was a Honda element element. Yeah. It was a Honda element. And he went everywhere we did everywhere we did. And that sucker knew how to drive. And if you know how to drive, rarely will you ever have to use a four by four. Yeah. I think, uh, you talked about Chris from fast rack. His brother wheels a Honda Pilot, I think. Whatever mm -hmm. the truck one is, is that a Pilot? No, um, uh, I can't. I, don't I can't remember. Ridge Ridgeline. Ridgeline, that's right. Yeah, he, he wheels a Ridgeline, you know. But it's it's just a uh, you know <laughs> need to run. Oh, Ridge, I need to run. Oh, here we go. Okay, so <laughs> when I when I first started doing this, and I had an FJ. I would get so, I would get hot and burning in my seat of my pants because everybody would, would call it. And if you look on a lot of the, if you look in a lot of the books for Colorado or the maps or something, they call them Jeep trails. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would make me so angry. Like is Jeeps the only ones that could go down these roads? What in the world? Why do you call these Jeep trails? There, there has been FJ40s running around just as long as Jeeps have. What do you call them Jeep trails? I don't get it. <laughs> uh, that's another misconception. You have to have a certain kind of vehicle. You have to have a Jeep. You have to have a Tacoma. You have to have this or that. Like I said, we ran all every one of them trails with a Honda Element. It was crazy. And there's yeah. so many Subarus out there. Uh, some of my favorite people in the world um, – Jorge and Jessica did every trail that you could think of in a freaking synchro van. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They were working on it all the time and it never ran more than a week. Uh, but I mean, they were out there living the life doing that in a freaking uh, Volkswagen van. So you don't have to have a particular vehicle to be considered uh, an overlander. Plus now we've got people that are buying full size vehicles have become a thing. Now, yeah. granted, there's you limit the places that you can go if you don't have a four-wheel drive if you have a full-size vehicle you can't get it down a lot of these trails because they're 50 inch um if you don't have tires as big as tony there's a lot of places you can't go um, and i don't uh, but i haven't found a place that you can go that i haven't yet right oh my gosh k5 yeah i uh, rick yeah. is rick is on a tear tonight goodness yeah, on this subject, one of the funniest things when we when we took our first Jeep out on our first big trip, which was to Colorado, we Arla and I had just uh, crossed over Overpass and were coming down the other side to the to the first switchback, and you could look back up at the at the crest there where Overpass comes over, mm -hmm. and there was a guy just crossing over in a two wheel drive full size truck with one of those big campers. Yeah. hanging off of it yeah and he passed us before we made it down to the end of like the trail before you get into the town of ofer he passed us on the trail just just be bopping along yeah in a two-wheel drive truck hmm. and i remember I, that's when i was just like i was sitting at animus fork where you could watch that like all the switchbacks going up on california pass yeah. And there was a F-350 with one of those gigantic camper shells on the back. It was humongous. And I just looked up there and thought, that guy, that guy, he has no fear. Yeah. my he I, no he, I pulled over and he, he stopped as he went by. And I said, buddy, how do you get your pants on? 
he just come bebopping down uh, through there like it was nothing. And he was like, oh, yeah, right. it's all good. I do this all the time. I was like, well, okay. Two Feather, Two Feather says, imagine how large the side would be if it's included every vehicle that's able to do the trail. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's true. So we'll just call them Jeep trails. Uh, and I'll I'll just get over it because that's not going to change. People are going to always do that. No big deal. I don't care. You could just I've call them over overlanding trails. I've gotten over it. I don't care. So anyway, you got any misconceptions? Because I got a bunch more. Uh, you don't need Anybody to have a rooftop tent. Got any? You, you gotta have if... you gotta have a rooftop tent. That's a good one. I mean. You don't, you don't have to have a rooftop tent. You don't? Not, not to be an overlander. When I first started, we had the crappiest thing you could possibly spend money on. Oh, we it did was, too. Uh, it was a um, tent cot. It was horrible. Okay, what we had wasn't that crappy. Oh, it was crappy. That's pretty crappy. <laughs> uh, and we upgraded to another ground tent, you know, an Oz tent. But, uh, you know, we just, you don't have to have a rooftop tent. Now, yeah. that is the thing. That's the thing. And when people yeah. see a rooftop tent on your vehicle, they're like, oh, there's no later. Yeah. But you don't you don't have to have one. Yeah. Uh, or you don't even have to have two. Uh, anyway. No, Brad the thing is, that's, uh, overlanding is not about how hard the trail is. It's about the destination and the experience. Uh, totally amen. A hundred percent. Yep. Uh, exploring the outdoors. This was going to be my next one. Off-road vehicle trails. Um do you have to go off road to be overlanding? Do you have to get off the pavement? I don't know. I don't know who makes the rules on what you have to do or what you don't. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of think that one you kind of need to get off the pavement a little bit. Okay. That's right. my my two cents. But I don't know. That's a that's a that's kind of a thought-provoking uh element yeah rick Off says you don't even need a tent that's true a lot of people sleep in their car yeah cars or mm -hmm. hammock hammock yeah yeah gen xer says misconception not overlanding if you stay in a park this is true i agree because we stayed at coyote crossing which was private land and if you want to overland in texas there is no public land, so you have to stay in a park. You have to stay in a national park, state park, or private land. Yeah. And we got off the road a lot, and a lot of those are out in the middle of nowhere. Um, going to get there first, usually on pavement. Nope. Got to get there first, usually on pavement. Yeah. Okay. There are rules. It's freedom of choice. I like it. Uh, you do... You know, and, and in the hiking world, there's this there's this saying, you hike your own hike. You do it how you want to do it. And it doesn't yeah. matter what everybody else thinks. You just live the life that you want to live. And um, now when Rick says off-road or off-pavement. Now, I, I think that there are two camps. I think there are two camps in the overlanding world where people are, they judge you about how horrible of a trail you go down. Um, some people like to do forest roads. Some people like to see how much stuff they can tear up. And I'm usually not one that wants to tear my vehicle up. I see people that are pu putting their Jeeps, putting their FJs on trailers and taking them out to Colorado. And then they wheel and overland out there. And then they put them on the trailer and they bring them home. Now, every time I've been out there, I drove out there and then I drove home. And the whole time I was out there, I was thinking, I've got to drive this thing home. And so yeah. I was very careful about where I went, what I did. Um, now, I'm not one that's going to see if I can go through the deepest mud hole. I'm not one to see if I can crawl over that rock or get over that shelf or or anything like that. Um, I put sliders on my vehicle. I put skid plates and all that on my vehicle. I've got a winch and, and all that, but I hope I don't ever have to use it. It's just yeah. there. It's kind of like having a tornado shelter. You build it, hope you don't ever have to use it. But if you need it, it's there. Yeah, so, that's right. Not overlanding if you stay in a state park. Um, you know, I, I think that's a misconception because a lot of places you go does not have public land. Just like we said, in Texas, if you want to go to Big Bend, if you want to go to 
some of the state parks down or go to some of the off-road places down there, even in an off-road park, you have to stay in the park. See, to me, uh, part of part of all of this, you know, is the experience and and a key point of the experience is the people that you go with. And if you want them to have fun and enjoy and be enjoyable, sometimes you need to stay at a state park so that you can, you know, use some of the amenities that that you don't have with you. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, KOA, KOA is a good example of a place to stop, you know, mid mid trip or something. No, we did that several times Yeah, this past summer because it gave us a place to restock, uh, to shower, uh, bathrooms, to wash clothes, um, you know, things like that. And we were, I promise you, we were overlanded. Uh, National Forest is all, National Forest Lands is all we got in Texas for free camping, which is why I'm moving. Uh, yeah, yeah like he's, he's moving to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He likes that free land. Uh, trailering is not overlanding. That's off-roading or trail riding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I mean, the the trip there is part of the adventure. You miss it so is. much if, you, if you're just trailering yeah. to, to me. I agree. It's it's not overlanding. That's a whole different deal. That's that's almost like getting into the side-by-side -side world. Yeah. Uh, so... Taco says, I'm done tearing stuff up. Some people must have more money than I do. I agree. I agree. I, you know, I, I work hard for my stuff and I've got to take care of it. Richard Brown. Hey guys. Good. Good to see you, Richard. Um, Gen Xers, that was a misconception. Oklahoma does not have this, that much national forest land. That's true. And yeah. we have a friend out there uh, that's doing the circumnavigation route and there's hardly any free land to camp on on that and it is a very long route so you have yeah. to sleep somewhere yeah um and so that circumnavigation route is almost all off-road going around the edge of oklahoma but in order to stop and sleep you have to find either a park or someplace like that uh, hip camp or something palo duro canyon uh that is one of the places that's on my list i think we may go there over christmas uh, this coming year really hello Lindsay. good to see you we talked about females a while ago now this is a badass female right here i love Lindsay. uh she lives in kansas and uh wheels the crap out of her jeep i love it she, she's she's been on a couple of baby. trips to uh one or two trips to colorado, colorado. Yeah. trail exploration mm -hmm. yeah lots of pictures she is amazing that yellow jeep uh she calls it the jeep bus i think yeah, <laughs> yeah the jeep bus the yellow jeep wheels the crap out of it and i love it i love it we, i love koas too um because yeah. you know it and we stayed in the koa but we stayed in one of the camping cabins which is you have to grab all your stuff out uh it's just like camping in uh, a cabin yeah so oh going back to colorado in june for some badges good for you nice good for you Lizzie says, I stayed in the yurt. Uh, you know, I haven't stayed in a yurt yet. Have you? No. I haven't stayed in a yurt yet. You? No. That no, we like saw, something. but what what were the ones that we saw in Big Bend, the, the Starlight? Uh, they weren't yurts. They were, were they like A-frame? There were some A-frames down through there. Stargazing cabins Now, or when you go into Big Bend up on the hill, there were some yurts. Uh, is, that, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, the, down there? Like the okay. white tent looking yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. Richard says Paladero is Texas Grand Canyon and beautiful, great hiking trails and views. Love it. Uh, nice. Lindsay said a yurt is uh, basically a tent with a nice bed. Yeah. They're, they're really nice. Some of them are fixed up really nice. Yeah. And, uh, and there are some yurts in Arkansas. There are some at Petty Jean. They have put yeah. some up at Petty Jean. So I love, I love to go do some of that, but yeah, uh, there's two camps. You have to go really off-road or you do uh, forest roads. Um, you know, as long as you get off-road and see some stuff that you want to see, live that life, hey, I'm not going to brand you or look down on you or nothing. Uh, exploring the outdoors. Hip Camp is awesome out for finding private land campsites, and I use it a lot. I use yeah. it a ton. I yeah. love Hip Camp. Hip Camp has some of the coolest places you could stay. Um, there's a missile silo in Kansas yeah. that you can stay at. Coyote Crossing was amazing. 
Um, if you look, if you watch, uh, what's the guys from West Virginia? Um, that, Mountain State Overland? Mountain State Overland. Uh, watch some of their stuff on the Transamerica Trail. And they stayed at some of the coolest places with outdoor showers. It was really neat. So Hip yeah. Camp is a great, great app. And I use that all the time. Yeah, it's I, it's great. It's great to use planning your trip. You know, I mean, just like planning your route using, you know, Onyx, for example, if you're planning your routes, you can use Hip Camp to help you find a place to stay along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I have another one. You have to go out west. In order to be an overlander, you have to go out west. Yeah, I, I think you have yep. to go out west. You have yep. to go out west. That's not a misconception. You have to do that. You have to go to Colorado. You have to live there. You have to be from there. You have to live. You have to think about it all the time. All the time. Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. We got no. some great overland in here in Arkansas. We have some great overland here. Overland that, Adventure Trail, the Ozark Ozark Adventure Trail, or the OOAT, or whatever yeah. it is. Well, even part of the cat runs through here. Not the cat, the uh, the tat. Tat. Part of the tat runs through here. Yeah. I think it's all kind of interconnected. It is. OAT and the, the uh, what's the other one? The High Watermark Trail and mm -hmm. I don't know, a few other things. But Yeah, we got some great stuff here. I um, mean... We, we learned, you showed me the, some of the beauty of West Virginia last, mm. last spring break, man. So that was just like, we did 26 miles that had what? 24 water crossings. Yeah. I think there was it like was 22 so or 24 cool. water crossings. So cool. Crazy. Uh, some of that was in our intro video. It yep. was a, a beautiful, and that was a County road. Yeah. That was a County, county. road. Yep. Hmm. I love yep. it. Uh, you don't have to go out west. Of course, everybody wants to because it's beautiful. It's beautiful to go uh, to to Colorado and, and to Utah and Arizona and all those places out west. Of course, you want to go out there and see it at least once. But it's not a requirement. It's not like uh, you have to have this, you know, it's not like we wear a vest and everybody has to have these patches on there in order to be accepted in the club. You don't have to do that. No. Um, you know, so it's, it's just not something that, that you should, people should require. Uh, if, if you go to their Instagram and if you don't see pictures of Colorado, well, they're not over there. Oh my gosh. Where's their rooftop tent? What do they stay in? Where's oh. their, where's their scuttle? Oh, you done opened it up. Can oh. right there. <laughs> you got to have a scuttle to be an overlander. That's right. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Hmm. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Well, both of us have one. I do. So I guess we are one. Yeah. But there are so many ways to cook. A lot of people, a lot of people cook on, you know, a thousand different things. There's no certain way to cook. A lot of people don't cook. They make sandwiches. That's you right. You don't have to have. You don't have to have a skull. They are cool though. No skittle here. Rick don't have one. Yeah. Uh, patches are a misconception. I, I agree. Uh, unless you have them on your, you know, if you get to patches, you have to put them on your ceiling inside. Unless you have a Jeep and they won't stick. Um, yeah, I had to buy something to put on my <laughs> ceiling. <to put> on <laughs> stage, so. I love it. And then, and then it's only in spots. <laughs> There's a spot yeah, because you have the removable roof. You have the yeah. pop top roof and they don't yeah. stick to that plastic up there. So. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, well, you know, there's some downsides to having a Jeep. There's some downsides to having a Jeep. You know, Not they very gotta many. have this special rack in order to put your rooftop tent on or have a rack to carry stuff on. Uh it's there's some downsides to it, but you know, I love, absolutely love my Scottle. I'm not putting down Timbo Tusk at all. In fact, I love those guys. Jerry is one of my best friends. Yeah. And uh, we had dinner with him last year before more and he bought us drinks and it was so super cool. I love him. Yeah. Um, he's a, he's a great guy, but uh, it's not a requirement. You don't have to have one. Okay? Yeah. So anyway, I take yeah. mine with me uh, pretty much every time, but I, I don't necessarily mm -hmm. use it every time. Sometimes it's just my jet boil or something. Jet something bowl. simple. I use the tar out of my jet bowl this past year, making coffee and ramen and everything else. I use 
I, I, I didn't use hardly any fuel whatsoever. And it was so fast. And as cold as it was, I didn't want to be outside <laughs> cooking a lot. So, I mean, I, two minutes, I was done. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay says, I'm putting felt on my Jeep ceiling so she could put patches <laughs> up there. I love it. That's so funny. Um, Wait, I was going to, never mind. I was I was gonna say I thought hers was a a, a a soft top, so that wouldn't make sense then. Uh, Never mind. Is it not? I don't know. Hmm. Raw vegan Overlander, the ultimate experience. Oh, here's one. Rick says you got to have a diesel heater to be an Overlander. <laughs> I love no, it. But no, but you got to have a diesel heater if you truly want to be warm. <laughs> Let me tell you. So diesel heaters have come out in the past year and they are all the rage. And some people love them. Some people hate them because, you know, they're not made very well. And a lot of them, uh, I, when we were in uh, West Virginia, you had all you had all kind of fits with yours. I know the, sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. It came on. It went off. It yeah. Just a mess. Well, it was, I think what I, what it boiled down to is just, um, running out of fuel, Yeah, they got you know, and fuel. getting it to, to restart, it wouldn't stay started. So it just kept, mm. anyway, uh, I've been running kerosene in it. Yeah. You know, since then. And it so you have a kerosene heater, you don't have a diesel heater. Correct. Okay. I mean, the label on it still says diesel heater, but I run kerosene in it. Okay. It burns cleaner, burns hotter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Gia. She, we, Gia and I are having this war about who likes the cold the most. And it's obvious that I do, but she just keeps putting the spot up. That, you know, it's, it's freezing here, 26 degrees. I've already got my tent set up in the backyard. I'm staying in my tent tonight just to prove how much I love the cold. So anyway, if anybody wants to come by, I got an extra pot in the tent. Here we go. Nice. Richard says, I use my jet bowl hotel room so I can have my trail rated coffee. Probably not fire code approved. <laughs> you know, I've done that. Uh, I've done that. Uh, I have, I have become obsessed with alcohol stoves since I started backpacking. They've got these little, that they make them out of Coke cans. Yeah, I, I take them in my kitchen and I'm lighting a fire in my kitchen. And, and I think, well, some people have like open fire stoves. You know, if you've got a like a gas stove, it's got a flame in it. So surely it won't. Of course, I set off all the fire alarms and all that other stuff. But whatever. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says, I seriously want the AC thing, though. Would have made Big Iron 22 so much better. Totally jumped in the pit. Let me tell you, Big Iron this past year was so hot. I would have given anything to have had my zero breeze. Oh, it was insane. It was. We, Porker said, we were in Wyoming and it was cold and raining. He said, you got to get me out of these mountains, man. I'm freezing to death. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm so cold. You got to get me out of these mountains. Two days later, we were sweating to death in Kansas. Oh, my gosh. I'd give anything to have had my zero breeze. But I yeah, didn't y'all have to go by and see uh, exploring the outdoors. I think he's going to be at the Zero Breeze booth at Moore. So, hmm. Rick wants to know: Are you overlanding if you're in a canoe? Yes. Hmm. Are you? The That's canoe is the path of travel, and you're camping along your, the way. Uh, it's your method of madness travel now tony and i have planned to do the buffalo river from start to finish it should take about five days so if we put in at ponca and we float 30 miles and we stay the night the next day we get up we float 30 miles we stay tonight i think we are traveling over land it may not be by four by four vehicle but i believe we're using a kayak or canoe as a vehicle so i, I think you are i think, you I are. think so I mean, it'd be kind of hard to put a rooftop tent on it, so you'd need some other form of. I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk to Rhino Rack about putting a rack on my on my, on my uh, canoe. kayak. Yeah, kayak. Yeah. Lindsay says the Oldhams are using their jet bowl in their house while renovating their kitchen. Genius, genius. I had um, I had my propane heater going out in the garage a while ago, so I could work on my trailer. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. 
Yeah, they they need something for sure because they got their house tore up. Yeah. Exploring the outdoors says need a zero breeze. We will be at more. Sweet. Yes. I guarantee you'll find a bunch of people there who are very interested. So Rick says plan the same trip. We should go together, Rick. I would love to have you. And at the end, when we get all of our canoes together or kayaks together, and we're so sick of being the kayaks, we can say, burn it. Burn it. That's what I'm talking about. Overlanding by sea. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And a lot of people ship their vehicles uh, over the over the great waters oh, in order over to, to like New Zealand or something. Yeah. Is it overlanding if you make reservations beforehand? I made reservations at Coyote Crossing because I wanted a place to stay. Um, and that was private land. There is no public land in Texas. So um, call it what you will. Uh, if you if you stay in a KOA or some type of state park, you better have reservations because they sell out quick. I don't know. Man, man, man. We have already covered a bunch of mine. The Scottle, the rooftop tent. Oh, here's one. This is a big one. In order to be a real overlander, you got to have a YouTube account and you have to call yourself blank overlanding. Hmm. It seems no. to be the thing. It seems yeah. to be the thing. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Come on. Uh, you have to have a YouTube account. I mean, if, if you're not a real overlander, if you don't have a YouTube account, because you got to show everybody what you're doing, get your followers and, you know, post where you go, what you do, all that. Mm. Negative. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Some For some people, it's, it's a thing. And so for some people, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Rick, Rick does not literally even have a Google sign in. I'm not surprised to begin with. Um, but, you know, for me, a lot of that takes away. And I used to have, I used to really concentrate on YouTube and putting videos out there and all that. But for me, it took away from the experience. And I want to experience. That's why I do it. I don't do it to whatever. I want yeah. the experience. I love the outdoors. Uh, and sure, I want to share it with everybody. That's why I have an Instagram account. But. I can't do everything. I can't do Instagram and Facebook and do this podcast and have a YouTube. I just, holy cow. I just can't do it. Um, Lindsay says, oh, the badass overlanders are likely not even on social media. You're right. You're right. They're not on there very much, hardly at all. Because yeah. first of all, they probably don't have service in order to upload whatever they're doing. And, uh, anyway uh, i don't know there's there's some pretty badass ones down in uh south america right now there are in a gladiator i know they're in like a colombia yeah yeah cartagena that's like where they filmed romancing the stones or something it's stone singular stone stone yeah you romancing the stoners the stones. <laughs> romance the stone <laughs> Tony. Oh my goodness. Uh, bro, your photos this week have been fire. Where you been? He is um, nationwide, Lindsay. He's everywhere all the time. Uh, uh, I'm still trying to catch up. It's really hard to post so many photos and try to keep caught up because it's really funny that I'll post a photo like from when I was in Wyoming last summer and people say, Hey, you're in Wyoming. Come by and see me. No, I, I'm not there. I was there. I'm not there anymore. I post a photo from, you know, South Texas and everybody's like, man, why didn't you come by and see me? I'm not there. I was there. Uh, man, you hiked by my house. I'm, I'm not there. Uh, so yeah. just because I check in and, and post something that says I'm here, I'm really not there. I'm actually here most of the time. I do work. And people say, man, I want your job. Do you ever work? I was like, yeah, I work myself to death. I work 70 hours a week. So on the weekends, I can go somewhere. But thank you for uh, the comment, Lindsay. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I, I do love taking pictures and sharing that with everybody because it. a lot of these places that we go, 
that people that I follow, um, I never would have known about if they didn't share photos about, right. you know, I've, I've looked at a lot of Lindsay's photos, the sunset she posts in Kansas are just unreal. Who are you referring to? Tony Chris, Rick says, Hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Misconceptions. Um, I'm, I'm talking about hourless life. Hourless life. Yeah. I was drawing a complete blank. I had to, I had to look them up real quick. Hourless, hourless life. life has a YouTube channel. They're traveling around the world in their gladiator. And right now, Eric and Brittany America. and six year old Caspian. Yeah. And yeah. they are some super good people. He is actually a retired police officer. Um, oh, they, really? Yes, he is. I uh, did from not South know Texas that. and a uh, super nice people. We've had them on the show and they're just so nice. And they are ones that do a great job of balancing the experience with sharing it with the world. And I think they do an amazing job with that. Right. Um, another misconception. You have to go all the time. You have to be gone all the time. You have to be full time. Hmm. Yeah, Rick, they're in a Jeep. You're good people. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, you know, I think that might be the biggest one out of all is the, you know, when you when you think about overlanding is, you know, to me, I, I when I started watching, I was watching, you know, like lifestyle overland. Who literally was doing it all the time. You know, like, but as as I've grown, uh, you know, grown to know and meet more people, it's not, it's not all time. It's not full time. It's not, you go when you can, you know, everybody has, everybody goes as much as they can, as much as they can. You have to, uh, some people have to provide for their family. Some people have little kids and they can't go all the time because they have little kids. And some people, their goal is to be full time or to, to travel full time and whatever full time means to you. Uh, that's, you know, that's, that's what it, that's what it is, but you don't right. have to go all the time. You just get out there and experience people with fishing boats, buy fishing boats and use them 10 times a year, but still they're fishermen. So you don't have to be gone all the year, you know, all, every weekend. You don't have to set some record about how many weekends you're going. Right. Um, you know, there's you like to be the expedition versus overlanding. So if you're on an expedition, you're going, you know, that's what uh, Eric and Brittany are doing. They're on an expedition yeah, uh, around the world. That's what they're doing. That's right. And so uh, it's, you know, you don't have to be gone all the time to be. Most important thing, Richard says, is to truly enjoy when you get to go. That's right. So true. Some people have a screwed up back. <laughs> oh, That's goodness. Jeff. Jeff and his wife Charlotte looks like they're gonna miss more. Uh well, that's true. Uh, Gen Xer says true people lead us to believe the dream is to live out of the rig full time. You know, a lot of people say that. There's so many people that are out there. They post all the time. Hey, what are some jobs I can do while traveling? Because I want to do this full time. Um, when I retire, I want to do this full time. I'm prepping to get my rig so I can do this full time. That makes me think more and more that overlanding is considered a fad instead of a lifestyle because it's, it's one of those things, those, those same people, a lot of those same people that want to do it full time in six months will have their rig for sale. It's yeah. just, just the way it is. So yeah. now, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay has an interesting question here. I see that. Have, have you thought about it? Because it's, it's been up there for a minute. I have. Lindsay says, Tony, what's the older landing item you could travel with, but would be painful if you did not have travel without, but it would be painful. Um, I would say probably the fridge. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, before I got my first fridge a couple of years ago, I, we camped out of a cooler. Man, let me tell you, going and getting ice. Yeah. And then, be, and then think. checking it and all your food is floating in water. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. That, oh, that's horrible. 
it's horrible. So yeah. I agree. And when you're Great. when you're when you're crawling up the side of a mountain and you hear all that water splashing out of your cooler <laughs> into your back seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, I remember those days. I remember those days. And what is the one item you guys bring that some may call cheating? Huh. <sighs> That's a good question. I have so much stuff. Um, you could say a scottle. You could say an, a rooftop tent. You could say a fridge. Pretty much everything that people have created to make it easy on you. Because there's so many people out there that do without it. Yeah. Power stations. Exploring the outdoors says power stations. Uh, Jen Exer says, I thought Tony was going to say pillows. <laughs> yeah, the, he's got a good point there because there for a while I was using one of those little inflatable uh, potato chip bag pillow things. That <laughs> Lindsay said, it happened to me in Colorado. Missed an ice stop. Wet, lukewarm meat is nasty. I yeah, that's agree. for sure. I agree. Man, when you look back there and you've got some sandwiches made and you just really thought, that those freezer bags would keep the water out and you bite into that and it's like biting into a big piece of lard that was not cooked oh it's just not uh, oh rick says a shower is cheating hmm well i've got a shower and i use it because when parts start sticking to each other i don't like it so there's no more romancing the stones then is there no more bromancing <laughs> no more bromancing <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. What anyway. a good time. What a good time. We have talked about so many misconceptions. <laughs> Do you have any more? Are there any more out there? Uh, <laughs> nothing comes to mind. Oh my goodness. I set it off right when we started talking about the ladies. Yeah. You don't have to be a lady. You don't have to be a man to be an overlander. You don't have to go out west. You don't have to have a certain type of vehicle. You don't have to have a four wheel drive. You don't have to be out in the middle of nowhere. Oh my goodness. Uh, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, coming up with it. Coming up with it. Tree frogging. Lindsay said, Oh, that's a sticky situation. Yes, it is. Let me tell you. Yeah. It is not fun. Oh my goodness. You have to have traction boards to be an overlander. Woo! That's one of the first things some people buy. They won't have a single thing on their vehicle, but by gosh, they'll have some action, some max tracks. Max tracks that have never been used. Yeah, nice, I, I still board. have I still have two sets, but I don't even take them with me anymore. Mm, I have a set on my vehicle, and I have never used them. I tried to use them one time to help somebody down at down in uh, Padre Island, and it it was such a pain. I ended up just hooking a strap to them and yanking them out. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I use my go treads every time. Yeah. Um, I do not like sleeping when my vehicle is off camber a little bit because I'll end up in that corner all night or I'll end up pushing myself up all night and yeah. I, I need to be semi-level and I use my action. I use my go treads all the time, but I've never used them to get out of a, out of a spot. I've always used them to level up. So yeah. I use those all the time, but no traction boards. If you've got a winch in Arkansas, you can get out of anything because we have, you know what we have here? We have trees. Trees. Lots of trees. Lots of trees. Yep. You go out west, there are no trees. No. You need max tracks. Yeah. Tracks. You need one of them dead man bags or something. Yeah. You got to use it. Pink go treads. Yeah. Pink go treads. That's the way it is. There I you love go. it. I love it. So. Winch for the win. You got to have a yeah. winch. Yeah. I've used my winch a lot. Most of the time it's to pull Jeeps out, but yeah, I've only used my, pulled myself out once, but I've pulled a lot of Jeeps out. I, I've never had to use mine. Hmm. I'm probably going to have to replace the, the rope from dry rot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, let me tell you, it has been an amazing, amazing night tonight. We have had so many people in the chat. Y'all have really done a great job and we'd love you being here yeah hey but we need to talk about uh what we've got going on this year we've got some exciting things coming up okay we'll talk about it well we just want to tell everybody that uh you know we've got some 
plans for the show coming up this year. We're uh, going to see more of us, hopefully, and um, got some got some new new relationships coming up that want want to uh, uh, you know sort of yeah. It's going to be different. It's going yeah. to be good. We got a Lots website. Of good it's being built. We got a lot of cool things that we are doing here, and we're glad that everybody is here taking this ride with us. It's yeah. going to be a great year, and I am so excited. If you didn't get to, if you didn't get to hear the live version on Facebook, it, this will be uploaded in the next day or two on all podcast platforms. I hope you check it out, take a listen because it is always amazing. Thank you all. For being here joining us live with your comments and questions we couldn't do it without you it has been such a fun night on behalf of tony and myself we appreciate you being here hope you have a wonderful week same time next week same time same channel same bad channel something like that that's right that's right y'all have, we'll, have a good week hope you have a wonderful week yeah until then live your best life look out for number one and don't step in number two have amazing Oh, what happened? Join us next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Boom.